0: The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard, on corners in towns, like a cancer that silently spreads. There's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. Must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington, D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not
1: Second hour of the National Intel Report. Reporting, John Statmiller. Sixth December, twenty seventeen. Nomenclature, one each. We all we all might as well get militarized in our thinking and our our New World Order speak. It's here. It's operating all around us and continuing unabated. Now there was a past president. That had something to say about this. You may or may not remember this. I'm not going to play the whole clip, just the significant part. And this is what he said before he left office, and if I'm not mistaken, before JFK came rolling into town. And among other things, this was to let all the politicians that run or want to run for POTUS. Uh, we're pulling the strings, and you'll you will abide. No, you can't make you can't make statements like spreading the CIA into a thousand pieces. Nah, I'm not going to send uh, anything to Vietnam. Uh, yeah, um, splat. Dallas, Texas, November 22nd, 1963. Go ahead and play that. And gentlemen,
2: the President of the United States. Good evening, my fellow Americans. We now stand ten years past the midpoint of a century that has witnessed four major wars among great nations. Until the latest of our world conflicts, the United States had no armaments industry. American makers of plowshares could, with time and as required, make swords as well. But we can no longer risk emergency improvisation of national defense. We have been compelled to create a permanent armaments industry of vast proportions. Added to this, three and a half million men and women are directly engaged in the defense establishment. Now this conjunction of an immense military establishment and a large arms industry is new in the American experience. The total influence Economic, political, even spiritual, is felt in every city, every state house, every office of the federal government. We recognize the imperative need for this development, yet we must not fail to comprehend its grave implications. Our toil, resources, and livelihood are all involved. So is the very structure of our society. In the councils of government, we must guard against the proper meshing of the huge industrial and military machinery of defense with our peaceful methods and goals so that security and liberty may prosper together.
1: Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So where's that transparency at? How are we supposed to be apprised of this if it's all thrown under a national security blanket? The money that's being funneled into it, the operations that are being carried out for God knows what. All the while, we're trillions of dollars in the hole, but that doesn't bother these people. We have an open-ended revolving credit. We can get whatever we want. Whenever we want it. And we can do whatever we want to whomever we want to in any size, form, or fashion. And by the way, you get to pick up the tab. You and me. By way of just the ever mounting debt on the books that we could never, ever, ever retire. how many people are not going to have a merry freaking Christmas this year. Because they're going to be too dead to know that it's that time of the year. I'll give an example. After the United States and its proxy armies liberated the Iraqi city of Mosul earlier this year, the world superpower, uh, superpower unsurprisingly, turned a blind eye to the massacre that took place soon after. As the Guardian newspaper aptly phrased it, the aftermath was an orgy of killing. The Guardian explains that it was the brutal conduct of the Iraqi armed forces that enabled Iraq to successfully, successfully rather, liberate Mosul from ISIS dominance, stating. One of the factors that had aided ISIS' takeover of Mosul was the conduct of the Iraqi army and security forces stationed in the city, who behaved like sectarian occupation forces, mistreating and detaining the population at will. In the early stages of the battle for Mosul, the Iraqi army and police, keen to change their prevailing image, had taken care of to preserve the lives of civilians. Soldiers and officers used their vehicles to help people evacuate their homes and offered water and medical help. But the old city was seen as the last ref- refuge of ISIS and almost every inhabitant was treated as a suspect. Fighting age men from other parts of the city and those with injuries were detained on the spot. The rest were sent to detention centers where their identity would be checked. According to non-partisan monitoring groups, air wars, the civilian death toll in Mosul may have exceeded 10,000. Those who were fortunate enough to survive coalition bombings were apparently treated as suspected ISIS members. And then the result was a host of crimes that should make The Hague cringe. The Guardian went on to explain... Locals keen to exact revenge on those who held responsible the miseries and destruction of the last three years started denouncing not only members of ISIS and their families who had tried to blend in fleeing civilians, but also any man of fighting age who came from a different city, bore the marks of injury, or simply looked suspicious. Kate Allen, the director of Amnesty International, has already called for an independent inquiry into these crimes. Well, Kate, you got a long list. You better get on your hurry, horse, because there's a long list of things to investigate. Oh, the horror of it all. Deliberately killing fighters who have surrendered, who have been captured, is absolutely prohibited under international law. What law? These are not declared wars. How in the hell can you impose international anything when it's not declared a war? That was my whole point last hour, that we got these asshats in Washington, D.C. that keep authorizing the checks for stuff that we don't even know that they're doing. Hell, they don't even know. And when we get close to it in a public hearing, oh, we've got to go behind closed doors, because we can't let the American people, how badly we're screwing over the rest of the globe and how many people we're actually killing. We can't do that. It's national security. You know what? The time is now to dissolve this damn government. And forget moving a little bit west. As I said yesterday, the hell with that. I want you to leave the paintings on the wall. Leave the carpet on the floor. Leave, leave the fax machines in the desk and all the accoutrements. Just get your butts out of town. Folks, 240-plus years later, look where we came from and look where we're at now. Where in the hell do you think we're going to be in short-term future? Where? Now you see why this little FBI guy comes out the other day and says, Well, you know, I I think we're just going to need uh, homeland security. And there's always going to be terrorism on our shores, so that's never going to go away. Until we make people like you go away. We lay all our cards out on the table and don't think for a minute that we'll be laying ourselves open to invasion. We still have the weapons of war. We still have the armaments to deter anything on the face of this freaking planet. So Donald... What are your little neocon generals dressed up in the suits actually doing here? Are you watching them? Are you going along with this? Is part of your act donning the yarmulke yesterday and going to the wailing wall? Your ascension for continued debauchery that the United States at the United States hands that are doing to all these countries? I'm sorry, didn't your little brother-in-law, Mr. Kushner, tell you about the grand plan for the greater Israel? I actually heard him today speaking about the East peace process between Israel and Palestine. Are you freaking nuts? Have you gone crazy? Can you not see, sir, what is in front of your face? Hell, the Israelis, 20,000 of them showed up in the new capital of of Israel Jerusalem they want Netanyahu's noose neck in a noose he's even trying to set it up over there for any agency whatsoever that finds out about his criminality nobody gets to find out about it he is basically setting himself up as the Jewish dictator all oh, all the horror Nazi Germany Adolf Hitler Dead Jews! But they're our strategic partner in the Middle East. For what reason? Are they supplying weaponry to us to help you fight your little covert wars? Not so covert, the rest of the planet sees them. We just don't get to hear about the real reasons here in the United States, because guess who it's owned by? Nobody dares interrupt me today with a phone call, huh? It might be a welcome relief. This is madness. And the people in this country are still allowing themselves to be divided by politics? Really? Really? Do you think that Hillary Clinton getting into office any of this wouldn't would have changed? No, you just would have had a staunch communist in the White House. There'd be more elimination of what they're calling conservative people, and I don't even know what the hell that means anymore. Conservative what? What are you trying to conserve? The Constitutional Republic? If that's what you're trying to conserve, say the words. Put your butt on the line and say the words. Yeah, 10,000 dead Mosul? man, no big deal. Zionists won't report it to you here in this country. So what does it matter? Why should you concern yourself? Oh, (laughs) and so far it is my considered opinion after looking at all of this stuff for all of these years. There may be in fact real terrorist acts or maybe there are some people in this country They're looking at the United States and going, oh, my God, this can't be stopped. At least I can stub their toe here and there. The rest of it, ladies and gentlemen, is false flag operations to give you the impression that we are under imminent and direct threat every single hour of a 24-hour day of your life living in this country. And by God, they're here to protect us. Had enough. Had enough. I had enough of this crap twenty-five years ago, when I just stumbled upon the obvious gaffaw in this country that somehow that we have a private company running everything in America. Wow, that was a revelation to me. And look how much crap I've turned up since then. And it's it's it, honestly, folks, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be real honest with you. Maybe maybe I am already gone over the high side. Maybe the cheese has already slid off of my cracker. How much of this crap can an individual absorb? How much can they keep in their heads? And the frustrating thing is just try to tell your fellow American a little bit of what's going on. They're plugged in right into the Zionist news that is designed not to tell you a damn thing. And more often than not, lie to you right in your face. Or let's just eliminate that part of the story because we don't want you to get a little bit too informed. I have become to appreciate more of what I've created here than I have in the past a lonely little refuge with a very powerful light, even though it's on a very small island, with a very powerful light for those with the eyes to see it will almost blind you. Frank in North Carolina. Let's open up the phones. I've got to call my blood pressure down here. Eight hundred three one three ninety four forty three. Are you awake yet, America? Hello, Frank.
3: Well, good evening, John. Um, I, w- I didn't think you were in the mood to take calls, but when you <clears throat> made that comment, so I'll go ahead and call yeah, It's later. called self-preservation that before
1: called- I blow my own head off. The blood pressure in my right. head is going to blow my head off my shoulders just like an overripe grape.
3: Well, the thing is, the reason I'm saying what I'm saying is because otherwise nobody would know about it. And- it's just you know, the the discrepancy between what he portrays himself to be and what he really is. I, 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 had, I turned him on today and I heard him talking about this stuff. And uh, you know, with Jerusalem and Trump and all this kind of thing, and he's trying to put himself out there as he's neutral. He doesn't have a dog in this fight. He's neutral on it. I'm talking about your fellow Texan there. <clears throat> but um My my fellow like, well, My, yeah, my, my
1: fellow him. my fellow Texan, who might that be? AJ. Oh. Yes. That wonderful anyway, lump of, that wonderful lump in. of humanity. Yes.
3: Yeah, he's one people to call in, you know, with different views on, you know, what's going on with uh regards to this, Please, uh, please
1: tell me you called into a show.
3: Well, that's the reason I'm calling because otherwise you'd never know because I was on hold. I just double-checked while well, you had me on hold. I just double-checked. I was on hold for 51 minutes and 40 seconds. Mm. Now, I told the call screener, who I'd never heard before. He sounded like, he sounded like a kid, like a high school kid. He sounded very, very nervous uh, when I told him who I was. Uh, and he's probably that way with everybody. But uh, anyway, I said, I, I said, this is Frank in North Carolina. I said, Alex Jones knows who I am. Uh, he, I know that because he mentioned it.
1: Well, gee, uh, now, 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 Frank, isn't that self-defeating? By you saying who you are and what you wanted to talk about, you, then you wonder why you were on hold for 51 minutes? Do you enjoy abuse like that?
3: Well, no, I don't. I don't mind being on hold on a big show, but the thing is, uh, I was disconnected.
1: Uh, 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 hold was on, hold close, Frank. Frank, hold on a second. I've got to take this break. I'm not dumping your call. Take note. We'll be right back.
4: Keep <laughs> Otzen says the essence of Jewish power is the ability
5: to prevent the discussion of Jewish power. Jewish power requires anybody in politics to understand it and know about it but never talk about it. My awakening really
4: sums up with the very best evidence, the facts and the truth about race and the fact that race drives history and the truth about the Jewish question. The younger you get, the
1: greater the percentage of people who identify as alphabet soup, you know, LGBTQRS. This woman she's like, Oh, oh, oh yeah, I identify as a koala two years ago. And I'm like, What a koala? What? Maybe if it was quickie koala that might be cool, but otherwise I don't know. <laughs> How about an
3: inward pass? Have you ever received an inward pass from any of your black friends? Biden
4: invited a drag queen to come for the signing of the Respect for Marriage Act, the Respect for Anal Sex Act. So, (laughs) I mean, let's just call it like it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central.
6: The secret to aging like fine wine is in the vines. Syrah grape seeds and skins contain high levels of flavonoids and resveratrol. Fermentation breaks these organic compounds down into smaller molecules, penetrating these therapeutic ingredients deeper into the skin, delivering faster and more effective results. Our handmade fermented skincare products are formulated with all natural ingredients and do not contain any phthalates or parabens. Similar products can cost as much as $180. At Natural Earth Medicine, we source our ingredients from local Arizona vineyards and cold process our oils to ensure that our customers receive the highest quality product in its purest form. Learn more at our website and try our fermented skincare products today. Visit naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com.
2: Are
5: you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for Truth, Liberty, and Balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because big tech, big pharma, and big brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we, the people, are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits, so please check out our site. It's the best around, and be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution.
1: Frank, you had something else.
3: Well, you know, I mean, he puts himself out there. He's willing to, you know, uh, take on all comers. You know? mm-hmm. and, and I just was being open and, and right up front with him. I told the call screener, look, you know, this is Frank in North Carolina. He'll know who I am. Yeah. Especially when you tell him that I'm calling in to basically call him out. It's a Zionist shill, Israeli shill. And I gave a few examples why. And I said the the first caller of the show I think was a
1: play. wait a minute, wait a minute. You a actually got on the show. I
7: don't
1: know. Okay, See, well, that's when did when that's did you when did when did you? Uh, the way that just sounded to me is if you were telling Alex Jones screener. to his oh to his call, call screen that screener. scared little high school kid. Okay, I got you. All right.
3: Yeah, but right. Uh, he did mention me though. I, I talked to somebody uh, several hours later, and they said, yeah. You were on hold to go on Alex Jones today, weren't you? Because we kept waiting for you know him to bring you on, and you were in the lineup, and you were just a few calls away, and then all of a sudden you disappeared, and then he said something about some caller was calling him a Zionist uh, Israeli shill. And, uh, but anyway, I'm just saying, he's a coward. He, you know, he, he says, he beats his chest and says he'll take on all comers, but he really
1: can't. He has something to hide. Yes. Yes. All right. Okay. I don't know. I Frank uh, Mike used to listen to his show. You could only tune in for a few minutes of the time at a time. That's all he could stand. He did indicate here that he'd heard that comment made by Mister Jones today. So I guess you picked the right couple of minutes today. But uh, I, I am. Uh, I, I mean, how, how did he get past? I married my Jewish hooker. How did he get past that one? Well, you know,
3: he actually mentioned that while I was on hold. Oh, he, he did. Not his, his, not his current wife. He, he mentioned that all these, you know, crazy guys out there, uh, like me, want to say that he, uh, you know, he's Jewish. I never said he was
1: Jewish. Before. No, no, I don't. No, I don't think anybody's ever said that Alex Jones was Jewish. He, that he's a, a gatekeeper, a front dummy. He's greedy and he's arrogant.
3: Well, he said because his first wife uh, had a Jewish grandfather. And uh, so everybody likes, you know, a lot of people like to say he's Jewish, but it's funny, he he didn't mention anything about his uh, current wife.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I wonder why.
3: Well, he leaves everything out. He always leaves all the good parts out of everything.
1: Well, see, I mean, what's what's this to do to Alex Jones' imagery if he was to admit that I married a Jewish hooker? That would be a great title for a book.
3: And I heard him say a couple of times during the campaign season over the past year or two that he thought that, um, that uh, Jared Kushner would make a good uh, uh, president, U.S. president. I'm thinking, and and Jared Kushner is supposed to be involved in the brokering of uh, peace talks? That was one of the questions I was going to ask him. Do you really think that's a good arbitrator?
1: If Alex Jones was honest, his honesty, he's become his own invention. I don't know if people recognize this. This megalomaniac has become his own invention. And so arrogant that he thinks he can outthink the people that he's got right next to him, right, connected to him right now. That's how stupid and arrogant he is. And I am amazed. And this, this, Frank, tells you volumes about the listening audience and their level of understanding. That they're still listening to the fat, egotistical man in Austin
3: relies on the old adage. Uh, there's, a, you know, P.T. Barnum. There's a sucker born every minute. I think that's his business model. I think. I think uh, once he goes down, he'll probably have some. Something will come out about him eventually, some years from now. And he'll, he'll have a big. You know, he'll disappear for a while. He'll be crushed, and then he'll come back as uh, one of those big-haired TV preachers on Sunday mornings. That's what I predict.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Right, send me your money. Praise the Lord and send me your money.
1: Well, when people send money to this network, they know exactly where it goes. It doesn't go in my back pocket. It doesn't buy 850 horsepower cars. It's not big fat tips to my then my Jewish masseuse at the hotel with a happy ending. She's now my wife. And I've got millions that I can divide because I've built uh such an estate for myself that I can give away 4 million dollars, but you know, I still got 4 or 5 million left. And I'm not even counting all the riches are going to be bequeathed to him in East Texas. This guy's rolling in money. And it used to burn my ass every time I saw this clown do a pledge drive because he's going to, he's got to do a half a million dollar pledge drive because he needs to build a studio. He could have pulled that right out of his own funds without going to people to support the fat man's idea of I'm reinventing myself and you're going to pay for it. Did I lose Frank?
3: Oh, it'll come out one oh. day. One day it'll come out. It's cool. been coming
1: out. I've been putting it out there. I've told people what he's more. capable of doing. And they I still. Think there's a whole lot more, though. A whole lot more? What?
3: Just, just stuff that is just buried. Oh, I know, think- And he's got those agreements. I guarantee you. You've got a bunch of ex-employees out there that could tell you. When
1: you, you think you can work. outthink the CIA and the FBI that have found a deep, dark tunnel right up this guy's butt, when you're arrogant enough to think that you can outthink them, it's time for you to go. Thanks for your call, Frank.
5: You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
8: Attention freedom-loving patriots. These courses are for you. Gain a comprehensive understanding of our Constitution's principles, the wisdom of our Founding Fathers, and how to apply them in today's world. As a special offer to our freedom-loving listeners of Republic Broadcasting Network, use coupon code RBN at checkout and get 20% discount on any course. Join the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom and be a part of the movement to uphold the values that have made our nation exceptional unleash the power of knowledge and protect what truly matters our constitution visit liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom today don't miss this incredible opportunity use code rbn for 20 percent off together we'll be the beacon of freedom our founding generation envisioned liberty lighthouse classroom illuminating minds empowering patriots
0: Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or
7: your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com.
0: Go to republicbroadcasting dot org and click on long-term food storage in the rotating sponsors banners to support RBN
7: Simply Clean Foods. Do it today.
1: In Tennessee. Hello, Eric.
3: Hey, Jeff. How are you doing? Hi. Uh, actually, I, uh, fell asleep, so... Uh, well,
0: wake
1: up, on. Frank. You're live, and time is limited. I'm sorry, Eric. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Go ahead. No, uh, go, go ahead. You're, you're the one that's awake. You uh, had something to say. I don't know what's uh, on your mind.
3: Uh, I had nothing on my mind, actually. I was... I was and I uh, love your show
1: well so keep on well thanks Frank if what I just said in the last hour didn't keep you awake I don't know what will John in Michigan hello John John yes
9: I get to listen to you two days in a row it's, it's unusual for me to catch you because I'm usually not around at this time
1: was oh, there a giant snowstorm in northern Michigan I'm not aware of
9: it just started today
1: oh ah, okay yes. What's
9: on your mind? Uh, well, uh, the Balfour Declaration is one thing that you should probably put on your site for people to read. And also the story about Jack Bernstein, American Jew in, uh, I believe it is, fascist uh, Israel. That uh, you, It's a great story about Jack Bernstein going there in 1967 after the, with the three-day war and uh, learning the truth about Israel that the people running it are not uh, indigenous to the area; they're Ashkenazis, <laughs> and uh, that's explained in the Balfour Declaration.
1: Oh come on, you haven't you haven't heard the latest? It's all the Vatican.
9: <laughs> oh, the well, They're part of it probably somewhere yeah. because yeah. the Rothschilds are involved, and the Rothschilds run their money, so yeah. oh, uh, the Vatican money. So that's uh, that's probably uh, yeah, uh, they're probably associated with it, but. Uh, uh, I, the uh, people haven't read about Jack Bernstein. It's a great story. He ended up, there's there's Sephardic Jews, which are indigenous to the area. And the term Jew is uh, something that um, and Benjamin Friedman explains in the Balfour Declaration, where that term came from. It came from the Zionist, And, uh, and it had nothing to do with uh, the people living in, in the area right now. And uh, uh, the Palestinians were slaughtered. Uh, by the, the Ashkenazis that came in there after World War II. They were given that property by the Rothschilds for going back to Germany and creating havoc there to bring us into the war. And uh, those two stories there, and then you also go and your archives back to 209 January, again, the last week in January, where you break down the whole um, um, story of the bankers and also the uh, Jewish people. And uh, that's... Uh, I've got to shut this off. (laughs) But uh, I just wanted to bring those up, uh, uh, those uh, uh, stories that you've had on your website before, and maybe it would be a great time to uh, introduce people to them again.
1: Uh, All right. Did something happen to them? Me? I'm here. Okay. It sounded like your voice was just cut off there. Okay.
9: Well, my cell phone was in my... Pocket, and I have this uh, you know, this gentleman that calls me three times a day. He's um, a special needs guy, but uh, it's his time to call him, But I can call him back because he'll keep calling it, anyways. But uh, the folks of Alford Declaration, uh, Benjamin Friedman, and Jack Bernstein, and uh, he was killed by the Mossad once he told his story about the true uh, Israel. And this is something that uh, I believe. Uh, I don't know if Trump knows about it, but uh, it, it's something that he would, would have be. to
1: be a damned fool if he didn't.
9: Well, it's uh, it's just a uh, disgusting what uh, what uh, has been done by a country by these uh, Ashkenazis, and, and I've been told that I have Ashkenazi. I mean, those are the people from uh, uh, Eastern Europe that. Uh, um, just they adopted Judaism or uh, the the um, the Torah uh, um, religion uh, to be able to control their people.
1: I'm sorry, well, most of the planet doesn't even realize it was the Jews that killed the czar over there. They don't even understand that the birth of communism. They don't understand what runs their lives on a daily basis through their damn middleman banks. There's a lot that they don't know.
9: Right. And to 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 these ministers that preach the the that they're the chosen people, yeah. That came from your story in, in two oh nine about the whole banking. The last week in, in January, you really uh, had a great uh, presentation there where the uh, they rewrit uh, when they formed. I think at the World
1: Council of Churches. You know, you just actually, gave me a, you just gave me an idea. I think I'm going to rerun that series when we're uh, down for the holidays. I think I'm going to rerun that series. That'll be my Christmas it's, gift.
9: It, it's fabulous, and it goes into February, the Monday, first Monday in February, but it's so important. The second, the Tuesday you had um, the gentleman that was a financial person. He, he was on Tuesday, but it goes Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and it really breaks everything down, and it talks about how these churches were given their marching orders on what to say and what not to okay, say. Okay, do me so, a favor,
1: John. Repeat those days so... My board op can put that down on a piece of paper, so he knows what to run and when we're out of here for the holidays. Okay,
9: it's January of two oh nine. The last week uh, it was, I believe, uh, the twenty sixth, twenty eighth, twenty ninth, and thirtieth, and then you finished it off uh, on, on the Monday, the first Monday there of, of February. And uh, believe me, it's it's a great um, great story, a great history. And we'll give you more insight as to what Israel really is. Okay, Mike.
1: And, Mike, I'm asking you to make a note of it and post it so it's there in front of your face. So if I forget to ask you, you're already going to have it already programmed into the computer. Okay, you it, got him. Just he just John, he, he, he just confirmed that we still have those recordings. Yeah.
9: Yes, and, and if you can throw up the Balfour Declaration. And also the Jack Bernstein story about American Jew and, and Zionists or uh, fascist.
1: You at home right now? You got a computer? Send me the links.
9: Yes. Yes, I am. I will do that. Send
1: them over to com. Make my life a little easier.
9: But, because that'll really, I think, expose a lot of uh, the, the the fallacy of this whole uh, event that's taking well, place. Well, you, you,
1: you've heard me talk about One American News, right? Hmm.
9: I... One American
1: News. One America News. Um, no, I haven't. Uh, these are the people that are doing the straight news without all the opinion. There is only one problem there. Mm, they're Christian Zionist. Whoops. Oh. Um, yeah. I guess uh,
9: they have an agenda then.
1: Well, I can only think of one news outlet in this country that is not Christian Zionist, and that's us. Right. Everybody else I is know. tainted, and they're walking around thinking they're holier than thou. And they don't even realize how stupid they really are.
9: Well, it's the education system has done a very good job, and I, I keep bringing that up, because everyone that's 40 or under has been dumbed down completely about anything and everything. And so the way that they Well, maybe
1: they'll be dumb enough when their country finally leaves by the back door. They won't notice it's gone.
9: They probably don't even wouldn't even care because they don't believe in borders, they don't believe in uh, themselves. Look at uh, that college outside Austin there that had that uh, letter written by, I believe it was a Mexican um, writer uh, talking about how whites um, are useless. And Bill Clinton even said by uh, 2050 that um, there won't be any white people left.
1: Well, that's not what he said exactly that's an, well sort of like yeah it's sort of kind of but we get the we get the idea and it's we'll not 20, melded into and it's weather. not 20 it's not 2050 when statements are made by any government official it's usually hyped two or three times so put in there 2025
9: oh yeah well <laughs> yeah. look look at europe look at that it's just a just i can't believe how destroyed that, that those countries are. I and, have and the
1: and... players that are allowing this to go on, these people are replaceable as piston rods in an engine. But yet it's not being done. I mean, the European Union now is going to allow 75 million Turks into the EU. Why? For no other reason right. to balkanize and multiculturalize and split their... Countries into oblivion. That's all it's designed to do.
9: Right, and that's just a a model for what's going to take place here.
1: Well, if we let it. Well, <laughs> I don't know what well, else to say.
9: <laughs> well, you, you, I, I, I'm happy to be able to talk with you, John. God bless you.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate the sentiment, John. I'll
9: send you those links. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: And speaking of people sending me things, folks, we are listener-supported. We got a little bit of advertising out there, but if anybody hasn't taken note for the last, uh, I don't know, what, nine years now? We've been in a damn depression. You know, somebody once suggested to me one day that maybe you should model yourself off the asshat in Austin. That you should promote yourself more. (laughs) Uh, yeah. What, did I get some vision in my head of what I should be or what I could become when I grow up? And then do any dastardly deed humanly possible to make that happen? I don't know. I'm not ready to sell my soul. Are you ready to sell yours? I'm not. I'd much rather go to my grave, a broke, blank pauper. Chance in West Virginia. Hello, Chance.
3: Yes, hello, John. You
4: know, Frank, excuse me, Frank from North Carolina hit the nail on the head. That ass hat from Austin is definitely a Zionist show and a provocateur. And it amazes me that people still listen to his show that haven't figured this out
1: yet. That's why I said, Chance, this is a reflection of the man's audience. Here at this network, we've got the most discriminating minds in radio listening history.
4: Well, if you notice, John, it used to be when I was listening to him, his audience was, they were basically younger folks in their 20s, maybe 30s. I don't think people our age or older actually believe them. I think the easily impressionable ones listen to his show. But eventually, they have got to wake up, too, I would imagine.
1: Well, hopefully uh, it's before the country walks out the back door and they realize all is lost. Oh, yeah. Uh, You know, another
4: point I wanted to make, John, speaking about what's going on with all these wars, I think it's a must that people... uh, Recently, I picked up George Orwell's 1984 and read it again. And it's ironic that everything (laughs) in that novel is going on today. And if people want a better perspective and understanding of what's happening, I think they should pick it up and reread it.
1: I think on their on their Christmas reading list they should do that one and do Atlas Shrugged because in the first chapter of Atlas Shrugged, it aptly describes where we're at in this country right now.
4: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, there's another thing that another point I wanted to make What's been fascinating me recently has been with these enemy combatants in these wars, I've, I've noticed a trend that I don't recall years ago, and that is what these Halloween mask get-ups and, and, and outfits that they're wearing, such as ISIS and, and Antifa, <laughs> and I had to say to myself, Why are they concealing their identities? There's got something fishy with this.
1: Well, because because facial recognition, and they can be found out later who they really are.
4: Exactly. As far as I'm concerned, I would want my enemy combatant, I would want my face to be the last face he sees before I send him off to meet his maker. That's all I've got to say. And it it was awfully suspicious with these kind of get-ups.
1: And that's just the point I wanted to make. All right. I appreciate your call. Thank you, Chance. Let me take uh, Captain Fred here. Hello, Captain. Hey, John.
10: How are you doing tonight? Uh,
1: Fair to Midland, mostly broke. How are you?
10: Well, I've been listening to your show a little bit this evening, and it sounds like a you're meeting with the same kind of uh, frustration that I've been meeting with today dealing with the bureaucrats uh, at the tax office and everywhere else in this country. You know, uh, I I don't know if we can uh, solve any of these problems by echoing a lot of the uh, sentiment that's being broadcast on any of the media, because it seems like all it does is, is create a uh, analysis paralysis. I mean, there's just too much
1: information. Nobody really knows what's going on. Do you? Gee, Fred, you've just shot 25 years of my life. I'm going to come out and <laughs> commit super now. Thanks for your vote of confidence.
10: Well, I'm just wondering, you know, I, I quote a lot of Mark Twain on my show. I, I know you've listened to it a few times, but, you know, he said that the world will will not stop and think. It never does. It's not its way. Its way is to generalize from a single sample. And, you know, it seems like all they have to do is just create one meme, and the meme lately has been uh, sexual abuse, which keeps everybody... In a flurry about some kind of bull. No, you're you're and, ta- you're
1: talking about the people that are watching and listening to the Zionist media out there. You're not talking about the people. That. You're not talking about the people who listen to this network. I just appreciate if you make the distinction. You're kind of generalizing. Well, you know what, John, I think
10: if anybody has an idea, I'm one of them. But I'm just saying that. The people that listen to this network are influenced by the echo of the, the the media that all their friends listen to. It's difficult to isolate yourself from that kind of message.
1: Oh, I've embraced it. Are you kidding me? I embrace it because, you know, people are either hot or they're cold. Eh, sometimes they got their foot in one mud puddle and maybe a toe in the other one. Sometimes they're not quite sure, and then they have to check. I embrace the mainstream media for what they really are, and I use them as great example to counter their BS. That's why I do it. That's why I sit and I watch their news programs. While everybody else is out there reading some book on something that, geez, they didn't really know, and it's fascinating, this information's been withheld from me, I use the crap that they're propagandizing people with, and I counter that. You gotta start at the head. You're not gonna start at defeat to, to kill this beast. You gotta start at the head.
10: Well it's not the information that they tell you that, that's 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 creating the problem, it's the information that they don't tell you.
1: That along with it, and that's where we fill in the blank spots.
10: Exactly. Well you know, it doesn't exist only today. It existed a- 150 years ago. I mean, this isn't something that just started recently in the last 50 years, 100 years. This thing's been going on for a lot longer than that. I mean, if you study the religious movement, you know, it, it wasn't too long after Jesus kicked over the uh, moneylenders' tables in the temple. He was hung on a cross, wasn't he?
1: Um, yeah, I kind of think so. Let me well, see. What, 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 other, what other past presidents did the same thing? Uh, who was who that uh, Jewish lawyer from Illinois? Oh, that's right, uh, uh, Abraham Springstein. <laughs> yeah.
9: Well, most
10: everybody that's tried it has usually suffered the same ailment, which is the lead in the brain. But
11: <laughs> yeah.
10: <laughs> but all I'm yeah. saying is, is that uh, you know, there's a lot of people waking up to to what we're saying to them. I'm encouraged by by
1: the people that I meet thank incredible. God Fred you're gonna get positive on me because I was I'm, I'm getting a noose out here right now it's getting a little tight around my neck I gotta listen to your show more often sounded a little angry earlier I've been like this for two days because I've been too nice I'm making up for lost time I'm so declept over here, I'm ranting. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs>
10: well everybody loves you anyway, so don't worry about it. But well, know, uh, uh,
1: if they if they love you. me, prolong my life in this network. Send us some donations. We need your money. We understand it's December.
10: Well I think a nice prayer would help you prolong your life pretty well too, but Fred, you know, money Fred I can't money. I can't
1: I can't convert the prayer to FRN's. I understand that. But, yeah you know prayer never hurts. I never said but. that it did. <laughs> but uh, but but you know I've always said this, and I don't know how long you've listened to me, Fred. I, I don't. How long? Well,
3: in
10: uh, in in April, I will have been doing a show on your network now for three years.
1: Wow. So and,
10: and when I came to you, I came to you at a, a pretty dark moment in this network. It seemed like it was, and <laughs> and I volunteered, and it was dark for me too because I didn't have any money to give you, and I wanted to help support you and the only thing i could do is give you some time and i gave you an <laughs> hour day and now we've been going on that post two near two and a half years and i i've got to admit that that i feel uh i feel like i've i've done something for something and i'm not really sure what but uh i really support rbn and i believe everything that you do and uh i know that a lot of the voices i don't agree with on this network but at least we do have a voice on this
1: network. Well, and you notice how and, kind they are by not picking each other, not picking the fly crap out of the sugar bowl, as I always say. <laughs> you know, well, because, yeah. It,
10: it, it's kind of like our uh is step stepchild. You know,
1: they're there, but, uh, and you gotta love them regardless. That's right.
10: Right, we yeah. gotta love them anyway. Yeah, that's but right. that's what I'm saying is that I, I appreciate you and uh, just. Watch out, man! You're gonna stroke out on us if you you know you can't you can't let that stuff affect you so much. Well, this battle's uh, been going on. My father got me involved in this in the in the early '70s and in the early '60s. I was anti-war in the '60s, and you know. You and I have been fighting this war for a long time, and it irritates me sometimes when people are so anxious to, to thank anybody in the uniform for their service. Yet for those, those that have battling against this tyranny for all these years, no one ever thanks us in it. But I wanted to let you know that John, thank you for your service.
1: Well, Fred, I appreciate that. Do you realize that only three to four percent of this listening audience actually donates to the network?
10: I don't know what it is. It's worth I've done it, but two and a half years at an hour weekend. It's not too bad. But I don't know. It may not be worth more than a couple bucks. But I, hopefully, it's been doing some good. And I just well, that's to because you, and, you
1: know, Fred. You're a perfect example of we don't have monumental egos on this network. We have humble, doing it there everyday people. Everyday people doing it every day. Well,
10: you know, I listen to your show, but I don't call in because I don't like to interrupt your, your train sometimes. But today I felt, I felt like it was important for me to call you. Well, I appreciate So anyway, that. I'm going to let you go back to it. John, thanks a lot, buddy. All right.
1: By the way, when's your one hour show that you've been doing for two and a half years? You got to, you got to learn to plug it.
10: <laughs> it's Saturday. It's Saturday and the central time is noon to one o'clock. We get a lot of people in California listening. We get a lot of people. And and actually, I've heard some response from people uh, in the Middle East that are listening. And we got a lot of listeners in RBN. And yes, You have we to do. kind of feel around for those things. But, yeah, noon o'clock, noon o'clock on uh, Saturdays.
1: All right. Fred, thank you. I appreciate it.
10: And I, too, to you,
1: John. Take care, buddy. Thank you, sir. Hmm. Gary in Utah. We only have about a minute, Gary. Hello, John. Yes. Hello. Go, Gary. You only got about a minute.
3: Oh, okay. I'm just calling. I just thought I'd give you a call in. Uh, what I've been doing, I've been on Facebook and I've been pushing your uh, RBN and that with different people to, or on just on comments. It's a pretty good doing that.
1: Well, you know what? Before Mr. Zuckerberg up and makes me disappear, I commend your efforts. Pardon? I said before, Mr. Zuckerberg makes us up and disappear from Facebook. I appreciate your efforts.
3: Okay, I found out there's a lot of people around my area. I'm in the central part of Utah. There's a few more than I thought there
1: would be. There's a few. That's, uh, they're laying kind of low. On your Gary, they're, they're they're all laying low. And this is why on this program every single day I tell them to stand up, keep walking, and keep talking because this stuff is not going to go away because you want it to you have to will it away and you do that by a direct action gary i gotta go i'm out of time okay thanks john thank you i appreciate your call and folks um you know i'm not going to lament anymore and i'm not going to pull my hair out and worry about how to pay next month's bill because if the money doesn't show up here i i can't i almost said something that a host should never say on the air I can't crap the money. <laughs> but I could turn into Alex Jones be a self-promoting hypocrite. Would you prefer that? Or can you any up a few dollars to keep this network that I think is more than deserving of your support? If not, for the insane guy that started this and has kept it running all these years through very th- thin times, through thick and thin. What a long, strange trip it's been. And we ain't done. Not by a long shot. And these guys are correct. Fred, Captain Fred is right. Gary in Utah is right. There are people that we're talking to that we're not even aware that's listening. I mean, aside from the federal agencies. That's why, if you've noticed in the... Alternative media, everybody now time and dates their shows, and for very good reason. We got a recording in case you try to arrest us and twist history. We all have it recorded. Thank you very much. Folks, support the network. I mean, support it. Dial us right now. Before I leave, I want Mikey pulling his hair out. 800-724-2719. Hit extension 3. Go to our website, easiest thing in the world, republicbroadcasting.org. Hit the donate button. Become a monthly member and a contributor. You keep doing it and supporting us. We'll keep doing it here for you.
11: That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com.
5: You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network, because you can handle the truth. Sin.